Okay, so once again, I'm back with another podcast for you guys. I know it's been a few days, but I had to get my thoughts collectively together. Um, uh, a few things have happened. Um, Few things have happened. One, I've gotten multiple citations. <laughs> uh, don't know how the fuck that happened. Um, caught me off guard, to be honest with you. Uh, one of the citations actually has to do with summer reading. It's uh, disorderly conduct for engaging in fighting in public. Um, even though I had a witness to say that the other guy, no names mentioned at all, actually started the confrontation. Um, the other, which is just, it's beyond me, came from a police officer actually saying that I ran a red light while going through a green light. Yeah, I know. It's absurd. How can this happen? We all know police officers are crooked. There are some good ones out there, but there are a lot of crooked officers who come officers for the wrong reasons. That's how that happened. He seen an opportunity, he took that opportunity. And gave me a $183 ticket. <laughs> uh, I know. Everyone's saying $183 is not a lot of money. It's not. It's really not. I can make that in a day if I was focused enough. Um, which will probably occur tomorrow. Because today is just one of those days where I'm just in a state where I don't want to do anything. So I figured I'd get on here and talk to you guys. But with that being said, I hope everyone's holidays go very well. And let's begin with my podcast. Today's podcast is about women and relationships. Women listening, please don't take anything I say to heart or do. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Anyways, how many guys or how many women have dated women in a relationship and had trust issues? I wouldn't. No one. Figures no one would fucking fess up to that. I'm pretty sure one or two people listen to this podcast that have relationship issues. Whether it be your spouse cheating or you assuming your spouse is cheating because her focus is somewhere else, or maybe it's because you were cheating and that your spouse was cheating because you were actually doing it. So forget the time. Uh, either way it goes, it's always been in the back of the man's head. Now, whether or not you have the willpower to actually control those thoughts and overcome them, depends on you and who you are. Same way goes for women. Because I know a lot of women that date other women. But, I mean, to each his own. Um, a lot of men find that sexy. I just find it strange, to be honest with you. Because if a man dates another man, you guys call it gay. But if a woman dates a woman, it's sexy. I, I still stick with that. I mean, it's, it's, I think this is why the LGBT community formed their own community. They just stop giving a fuck about what people have to say about them. Because they know in their head what they're doing in their own conception or their own, you know, for what they perceive to be what, what they're doing is wrong. Um, you know, most of them were born that way. They were born gay, or born half man, half woman. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure everyone's seen the movie. Um, what is that movie called? Uh, Hangover. Hangover Two, actually. Yeah, yeah. Went to dentist guy. What the dentist guy's name was? The kill or the kill the other guy? I'm pretty sure it was. I don't really remember. I don't care to be honest. Just know it was a dentist and hangover too, and he actually ended up having sex with a fucking uh, Asian girl who actually was born with a penis. Um, 
deaf people in their doctor's code, uh, transvestite is the correct term, I believe, on the movie screen for everyone to include themselves. So yes, they do exist and it is a real thing. And no, I'm not bashing gay bashing for any reason. I don't really care what you think. Um, we all have secrets. I have a few secrets as well. You guys probably could never know. Anyway. Ignore my Bluetooth in the background, guys. I have a laptop. Um, my television is broken. Uh, partially my fault. But, you know, you say tomato, I say potato. Meaning I say throw out potato or whatever. That's what everyone ends up calling But everyone else does. Back to the topic at hand. Um, I've had many relationships. Uh, my current relationship is still going strong. It's been like a year and a half, I believe. We've had ups and, ups and downs, fighting, arguments, uh, accusations, thousands of accusations. Um, ultimately, I believe the accusations were because, you know, I was acting a lot of tough people. So I'm thinking she was doing it when she wasn't doing it. Um, you know, that just had such issues where, oh, okay, well, that was that. I've learned to overcome those at times, but it still happens. But being the way my, being as though my brain thinks on a different level than any other normal human, and I have thoughts running through my head at, at like a nano, nanoseconds at a time. Like there's literally, I have so many thoughts and ideas and creations that I've created. You probably, I've probably forgotten more than one in a fucking sense. And that's not me being cocky. That's just me being completely honest with everyone and anyone listening to this podcast. Um, I literally have thoughts, my imagination pure cocaine. I'm talking about Colombian ruled cocaine from using like a metaphorical basis. Um, it's just uh, insanely just overflowing thoughts and thoughts and visions. But um, yeah, that's that's what occurred in my current relationship. Um, current relationship still going. I'm not going to speak about that because it's still currently going. So uh, I can't say that it has been bad, and I can't say that it has been good. She did step out on me a couple of times, but in her defense, I was fucking other people at the same time, so, you know, I guess they kind of canceled each other out. Um, I was locked up because of her, but uh, her defense again was a certain altercation. Um, it got out of the physical, but she also put her hands on me in that altercation as well. Not saying that I was right. Who's to say who's wrong or right in any situation? No one knows the difference between wrong and right. You just know that the definitions of the word means that one is good and one is bad. You know, maybe what I did was right and someone else's head, and maybe what I did was wrong and someone else's head. So either way it goes, um, it happened. So, you know, that's what happened. Um, but yeah, we're cool now. Um, love her. Hate her at times. She's fucking annoying. Um, but I still love her. And that's just the way shit crumbles. Past relationships, though. I'm going to get into my past relationships with you guys. Um, I'm actually going to start from the beginning. Uh, my virginity was taken, technically my virginity wasn't taken until the age of 22. Because I wasn't circumcised at the time of sex, meaning that I was not actually penetrated enough by foreplay. So that doesn't necessarily count. So I guess my virginity was actually taken by the woman who claimed she had my child, one of my you know, first children, which was uh, Tamaya, my virgin name is also Tamaya, she goes by Maria, um, for the reasons of making me a uh, transgender U.S. person with 
Florida for family to go around and buy drinks with. So if anyone decides they want to take a trip down in Salinesta here, by all means, do you. And I wish you the best. Because that's going to be it's going to be crazy. But they also went to Turn of Puerto Rican side when we went. So I won't be taking any drinks. You know how Puerto Rican people are. Even though the white people are pretty cool, you know how they are. Because a lot of them, a lot of your family members do reside in the establishment of police officers just in Fort Worth. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure some of the members got to go. Um, I was actually involved in those things. I've seen the Latino community and the white people. Um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna um, commentate on that one. Uh, but I know white people have been to the restaurant. But yeah, um, that being said, I didn't use my potential until I was twenty two. Actually, um, it was a cool cool experience. It actually felt fucking amazing when I first inserted a skinless penis into a female. I fucking fell in love, felt coming and everything. And yeah, I know people are saying, oh, that's nasty. No, no, you're not. They just want to see you still fuck it out and be whatever who you are. They're still learning and they're still overcoming obstacles that people fucking ran into in the past. And one of the obstacles that I ran into in the past was the fact that I was losing interest in women because I didn't see why men were still fucking failing and not accepting me after they were killing me. Once I got circumcised, that interest completely overwhelmed me. Like they literally just took the touch, the mere touch, the mere look of any ass or any titty or belt that I purchased and fucking brought up and you get circumcised. Um, to this day, it still occurs that throughout my body is a little bit slowly uh, progressing, I should say. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but you get some adjustment, I'd say it's slightly not been brought back in the day um, at my prime. I'm still at my prime, as you know, every, as everyone told you earlier in my podcast that I'm only 31, um, you know, as you lose your age, your testosterone levels and everything starts to decrease, and your sex drive starts to decrease, so you have to take active measures as a man coming in his late adolescence to ensure your health is still intact, and that's what sex drive means, and for me, I haven't really taken those measures, but I feel as though that if I take them now, that I'll be completely fine. Incorporate exercise in my diet, um, figure out which foods have testosterone in them, foods actually boost testosterone. Uh, I can tell you guys I like convenience stores, one of those foods that actually does improve um, ultimate fruit and baked foods as well. Um, loaded with blood vessels, which is going to increase the blood flow uh, in the direction to your penis. Um, a lot of guys take nursing pills. I don't really have to because I don't take any supplements. Also, I don't care for either one. If anyone has that type of problem, I don't really have that problem often. I know this is hard as fuck and it's something I'm about to try to dissect because my mind is elsewhere and it's kind of hard for me to concentrate on having sex and that's something I need to finish this but um, I feel like she's losing she, I feel like she said that I lost interest in it because I think I said it was too much so she's like oh he doesn't like me anymore and this and that and they keep fucking him and it's just crazy guys women will eventually die especially as a busy man I know a lot of people have jobs and there's foods to have and actually have business or a lot of people are driving who lose their janitors which um, have overwhelming hours that they have to put in in order to even create the type of paycheck that will let them sustain themselves and keep the day current economic existence. Um, it's kind of fucked up, but it's true. A lot of women take that urge to man lose interest in them. And once a female, once a female feels like a man loses interest, uh, growing from there, women that have an urge are more sustaining in how they act. Um, I would kind of say that I'm more of a ladies' man. 
it that way because um, multi-races, multiple races have uh, and it's just with again with every race possible as far as what they're doing to women. Um, another day with women and girls, everybody had a different issue. There were some of them were cute and very pretty to love, but I just feel like they were just Plus, I've seen an Indian black baby. Everyone's seen an Indian and a black baby. Uh, uh, Tatiana Ali from the Fresh Prince show, if you guys don't know. Um, or Ashley, not Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Ashley is a girl from Fresh Prince. She was actually Indian and black, although she had pretty hair. She was not that um, impressionable in her looks as far as uh, she wasn't ugly. And she was very pretty woman that we have nowadays in the mixed races. Uh, we've created a recent black and white such so forth and so on uh, she's nothing compared to him um, but with that being said you know um, men just know that your woman will think that you're losing interest or cheating with her uh, if you stop having sex with her um, just to be honest with you uh, she might not take it too well she don't think she might actually lean to another man a lot of women have the willpower to actually lean to another man um, fortunately, I believe mine does. Obviously, in my head, uh, you know, because of the things that I do, which obviously is something that she's dealing with as well. But other than that, um, I see what guys are about with that. I'm not sure what guys are probably about with it. And I was just, uh, how can I say this? It was a reaction to what actually occurred on the Poetry Slam. Um, reaction to it in my relationship. We're going to talk about you guys' relationships and how you can overcome these obstacles and struggles that you may have in current relationships or future relationships that you feel like will happen um, in the time to come. Um, if you feel like, you know, your woman took away from you or maybe, you know, um, you don't have enough time for her, maybe you lost interest in her completely, uh, either way, either scenario, um, I feel like you should actually step up and let her know what's going on so that she doesn't have her own thoughts and ideas come to her own conclusion or start assuming that the man has a second job. Um, if you are a working man and your work schedule is basically uh, denying you the pleasure of actually dealing with your loved one or your significant other or even your fuck buddy, as people would call it, um, and you feel like you're going to lose interest or you don't want them to lose interest, but you know that you cannot put forth the time that they want to actually, you know, chill, relax, and do all the other things you do because you have a busy life, then maybe it's best to go and talk to that person and try to figure out a solution to the issue that's occurring. Um, one of the solutions may be that you guys just break up, but just know that everything happens for a reason, and it probably won't go the best. Um, I'll tell you right now, if any woman breaks up with a man because he's working constantly uh, and he's actually not doing anything, and you know you're actually not doing anything, a lot of people go to work just to do work. Because maybe they have a work buddy or a work husband or a work boyfriend. I've seen it happen. I've done it several times. Um, I asked that man to leave. I'm going to get into it a little bit later after I've actually done that too. Um, unfortunately, I missed out. I was in it. So I'm in a different place of life. Um, even though I just for a moment like to speak to her or the child that's involved in connecting us to, uh, at any given time, she feels like she wants to run south with us, she can, which is something that we can uh, me and her interacting with each other again, which is usually what she does when whoever she's talking to actually is agreeing. But I think the guy she's talking to right now is not going to end up leaving because she's accumulated a lot of money this year, I believe, uh, from work, taxes, and also the stimulus checks that everyone has gotten. She has two kids, so that means she's 
receive an extra thousand dollars plus your twelve hundred dollars plus twenty two hundred gas refills is going to be a thirty thousand dollars per dependent that you have on your tax um, forms, as I should say. Not to mention the income that you accrue and tax credits as well for stuff like that. So I'm guessing you got around nine hundred dollars this year in taxes. Not to mention the two grand that you got from the company that you have to sell and the money that you got from me from child support purveyors. So I'm probably going to say that her net worth right now is close to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, um, and whoever she's with knows that. So probably why they take take care of it. Believe me, y'all, she's no joke. Um, with me as well, uh, infatuation at first, kind of lust, and then it was really, really tight. Got to the point of um, conception with my child. Um, after that, everything just went downhill. Actually, it went downhill after she told me she was pregnant. But anyway, back to the the thing at hand. Um. So you guys know I smoke a lot of relaxes. No, there's no nicotine in my cigarettes, and I do not smoke menthol. Although I do smoke meat poisons, they are called import grids. Um, in my state, they're illegal for about eight months. They were taxed until they made me a higher amount of substances. But they're never decriminalized. So I know in a lot of you guys' states, New York, uh, California, Georgia, have tried to figure it have driven exponentially. Um, to the point of no return. I mean, I got a certificate of smoke check, but if that shit, I wouldn't even be in this fucking system if I was I was in charge. Oh, Jesus fucking God. I literally didn't smoke the whole time I was up there. Shit. The whole time I was up there, I didn't smoke. I could have quit smoking the cigarettes completely, but then I came back from my state, Pennsylvania, and, you know, went to go get a fucking cigarette out again. So I was just like, oh, shit, what the fuck did I do? But, you know, here I am again smoking cigarettes again, so, you know, whatever happens, happens. I don't give a fuck. Um, I feel like if something happens, it's just meant to happen, it's going to happen, uh, anyways, that's kind of, I mean, I just have the mental be, you know, work in progress and see what it goes, so, you know, continue to smoke, just continue to do what I do, because I know that no one can bend the shape of who you are, what makes you a curve, what brings you a curve, and what will keep you a person that, um, may be able to alter their occurrence in a slight manageable way, but ultimately it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen, it's meant to be, or no one else can go around and tell you you got it, so, but, anyway, with that being said, um, fellas, go and talk to your women, I'll tell you the facts, uh, start that conversation, um, it may just be a slight acceptance, uh, you know, walking out the room while you're in there, um, going to another room, uh, looking for a job, it can be Change the wardrobe, you know. Um, change the wardrobe is actually a good option for that. Uh, if your woman has a lot of clothes, uh, then her buying a new one out of nowhere, lingerie, stuff like that, is a big indication that she's looking for a pimp. Now, whether she gets it from you or gets it from someone else is up to you. And to be honest with that, it's completely up to you. Um, because if you don't give her the attention she needs, she's going to go get it from someone else. And she's going to, she's going to get it
Rewards, bro. That's a big indication that she's looking for a change. Um, so maybe you should give it to her and you should be ready for her retirement. My opinion. When I say my opinion, this is anyone who's white, black, or Latino. Now, I am not racist, nor do I discriminate. What I am is oblivious to ignorance. And that's the same thing. If you're ignorant,
both of those situations could be true. Uh, you know, which situation you're enjoying is what you need to find out. You never know. And maybe that's your next step. Because I'm uncertain. But, anyways. Just know. That shit like that does occur. And, uh, if it does occur, it's best to pay attention. Um, a lot of men don't even care because they're in a position that either has to fat or even titties and booms. Heck yeah, they're in the pictures with A1. I'm talking this shit fake A1. Cut into that motherfucker with a spoon. That shit right in the middle. That type of shit. <sighs> talking about butter in the pan. Nope. That shit makes your dick mess. Makes your body mess. Talking about nuts and 30 seconds type shit. A lot of niggas is just in it for the pussy. And you niggas that's just in it for the pussy, you just don't even know. You just in it for the pussy. Because a lot of motherfuckers. And bring me to the next point. It has nothing to do with the whole relationship. Or it has nothing to do with the relationship. There's nothing to do with the women either. Um, a lot of you men fuck up for a lot of other women. You know what I mean? For people. Um, a lot of you guys get into relationships with just intentions of fucking that person. And the other person seems to think that you're in a relationship more than, you know, for more than what it actually is. Um, and without guidance and direction and actually conversation, there's no way for that intention to find out. Because your actions may depict that of one who actually wants a relationship and feels like, you know, you're flirting with that person. But in general, that's just how you are and how you move. You're just so damn smooth with words, and the way that you do things is so perfect that the other person on the other side of the relationship can never figure out whether or not what's going on at that current moment is actually what's going on. And you're like, damn, like, there are a lot of motherfuckers out there who can handle their own shit. I'm talking about slipping in a tent in Alabama in the motherfucking rain with some goddamn boots and a slip. Yeah. I'm talking about a nigga with three or four bitches in the crib fucking them at the same time and they all sleep in the same bed. Like, shit, nigga, I'm talking about motherfucking ice cream on a sunny day and that bitch don't melt at all. Like, that type of shit. A lot of them are smooth with words. Baby bottle smooth. Cool. Just know that whatever the situation may be, whatever happens is up to you. Anything that occurs in a relationship is always up for the bad. Sometimes the man has no control. Um, a lot of women just want dick, so sometimes that man doesn't meet up to her expectations. And she feels as though, oh, I like this person, but, you know, his he's not giving me the pleasure I need, so maybe I'll step out once or twice and still be with him, you know, and still be nothing of it. I'm cheating, but I'm cheating for the better because I want to be with this person, but he's not giving me the pleasure that I want. Yes. Yes, though. Women do think like that. And a lot of women will do that. They will step out of you just for the dick. Doesn't mean that she doesn't love you. It just means she doesn't lust for you. It means that she wants something more than what you have to offer. Something that will make her feel how she wants to feel. Because she knows that this other person has it. Although she knows that this nigga ain't shit. But he will give her the things that she needs. Which is the dick. A lot of you married men are probably enjoying that shit right now as I speak. There's probably someone at work and their wife is getting pounded on the couch or in their bed. Fuck around and be out in the shower or in the damn patio because it's nice as fuck outside. Right now as we speak, someone's probably getting heated. And there's probably someone that's married and been married for a while. But, in their defense, no, as I think about it, there's no defense. Ladies, I'll tell you this. If you're married to a man whose penis doesn't compensate, 
or meet up to your motherfucking expectations, you shouldn't have got married in the first place. You shouldn't have. You should have left it where it was. I don't give a fuck if this man make a million dollars. You married him for the wrong reason. Because marriage is not about who has the biggest dick or who can get the most pleasure. Because I know I can please women in ways that the niggas with bigger dicks have never done. I've done it. I've, I've done it to women before. To multiple women. Taking them off of me. There could be a bitch mom. Yeah. You know why? Well, ultimately, it's probably because of the community I grew up in and the education that I was given. A lot of you guys didn't really get the education that I got. Everything and uh, some of the things that we actually had to complain about happened to be the Indian woman that's known as the prostitution. Yeah, yeah. I have been endowed with the knowledge of the late great theory of the Kama Sutra. And for people who don't know what the Kama Sutra is, it's a book of untold legends. Untold legends. How to have sex, how to have sex normally, psychologically, physically, verbally. There's so many ways. Literally, there's so many things you can do. Um, I'm not telling you guys to go out and do the things that I do. Um, I build a vibrator, uh, eat China, kiss slowly, uh, sometimes make sex sexy, sometimes make sex wrong. Sometimes I can literally talk crazy to you about whatever the fuck I want, because at that given moment, that's what needs to happen for sex to occur. Sometimes we can need to argue and fight. And wait for it to die down so the man can move like a cobra in the fucking desert and going after his thermos and his bitches and pecking up his thermos and getting ready to eat. That type of shit. Yeah. And a lot of you guys are probably looking at me having no idea what the fuck he's talking about right now. I'm sorry, but uh, everything that I said, you were still lost in that temple. That is on you to show that your woman will probably still be cute enough. Now. If a woman is cute enough, a lot of men don't know how to take it. Let's say you guys like this. As a person who experienced it, um, actually a few people experienced it. Uh, I'm not going to explain what that means, but just know that, uh, yeah, I'm sure for anyone that knows anything about me and has actually fathomed or thought about what was going on in my head. I come on here to admit that your thoughts, yeah, they're all truthful. I will not tell you how, and I will not tell you why, and I will not tell you how they work, but you know that there is truth to whatever you think about me. But, the woman is cute. Um, how do you go about that? What do you do as a man? I tell you what not to do. Don't put your hands on me. Don't do it, though. Because it's not ultimately worth your freedom. Because if a woman's gonna cheat, now, let me rephrase that. If a bitch is going to cheat, she's gonna cheat regardless. Whether you put hands on the man or whether you put hands on her. The outcome is still the same. Whether you put hands on her, ultimately you lost her. You still gonna fuck the same way you fuck her. The reason you put your hands on her is the reason she's going to go back to you. Just to fuck you. Just because you did that. Not to make you feel better. She may have lost you, but she still has nothing. For now, uh, a lot of guys date other women, girls, bitches, whatever the hell you're about. Um, depends on the situation. I'm knowing that I do. Um, we're gonna talk about the kids. I'll probably do. Um, 
be acting like a woman, she'll probably go cheat with him. But uh, other than that, um, yeah. Uh, for single, you guys, I'll tell you what. Mature women can sit down and have a conversation with a man. I've done it before, multiple times. And if you actually sit there and ask them what's going on, even if they don't admit to it up front, a little words and little things that they do can actually actually help you depict whether or not what you think is actually true. Um, sometimes it may be actions, sometimes it may be words, sometimes it may be the way they react to the conversation at hand, you know. Um, but sometimes you have to decipher all of that and, you know, make sure you're coming to the right conclusion before you actually act upon it because they, they just may be tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. Or they might actually be doing it. They just want you to stop asking them because they feel like the truth won't come out eventually. Um, either way it goes, just know that uh, sometimes you need to stop people and, you know, go from there. Um, the second way, uh, which I won't recommend, but, you know, um, it's really the sexiest way. You can stalk her. Try to figure out what's going on. Go to her phone, shit like that. Um, usually that ends in a bad way. Uh, because if there's really nothing going on, then that person might not trust you, so they may go to her computer and stuff. So, yeah. That's a good way, but it's also a bad way. It's like negative, uh, sometimes it's like negative outcomes to women that can happen. I'm gonna give you guys a third one to try it out. And this is the most disgusting thing. Just don't care. Don't care at all. It's not your business. Completely not your business. Just regular women. Don't question. Don't ask. Don't follow. Don't stop. Do nothing. Do nothing at all. Completely leave that scenario alone. Because nine times out of ten, once you leave that scenario alone on that equation, whatever that other person has going on falls apart. Completely. Because that situation that they had going on was solely based on you being inside that equation. Literally based on you being inside that equation. I lied to you not. You guys may hear a train in the background. Actually, yes, that train is kind of relaxing. The music is um, picking up the radio. Um, I'm about to tell you guys about the shit y'all live. This is the uh, outside of the Pittsburgh. Um, but it's literally relaxing. You can sign in and vibe out. Probably a big city guy, so... When I move, it'll probably be towards that way or somewhere off the coast here. Kind of like on the back half. I mean, probably 10 miles out from the city from where I used to live. Maybe 15 or 20, uh, depending on the route you take. Um, but the highway is probably only about 10 miles out. Uh, the other route is probably about 15, and the other route is probably about 20 miles away. But yeah, um, I love that route. But guys, just completely leave the situation alone. Because if you honestly feel like that, which I've done it before, ultimately regretted it to the situation. Um, sometimes it's for the better. Literally. Because if that relationship is going to work, it's going to work regardless of who's in your life or in her life or who's not in your life or in her life. Or maybe his life and his life. Or her life and her life. However the fuck it is. If it's going to work, it's going to work. If it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Just let it play out. Literally. Because ultimately... As long as you're doing what you have to do, you should feel no anger, no hatred, no sorrow, no sadness, nothing.
nothing gets destroyed. Destroys the person who got the revelation. If anything, it should go bad. Because you've done what you had to do. You did everything possible. Everything necessary. On your behalf. To do what you have to do. You guys might hear a lot of ignorant people outside. They're ignorant. They have no lives. Looking for a dick to save, smoking weed, and all types of stuff. So, those guys are irrelevant. Pay it more. They want attention, and they don't get it, they act shy. It's kind of like a toddler. Yeah. That's probably why they say mental torture is great. Because we're still living. Disgusting. Still torture. Um, they know nothing other than they're taught by people who know nothing other than smoke weed, make music, and have sex. Back there, five years. That's it. That's all they know. They want nothing else. They need nothing else. They crave nothing else. They need nothing else. Do what they do. Don't get judged. Don't get judged. They buy their clothes. They buy their weed. They buy their cars. Like when they're there to go, he's getting money back. To be honest with you, I agree with them. If I had the power to do it, I would do the same thing. Because you guys are doing nothing to these people. You, they, you literally, you don't contribute anything to the community. Like, on any level. Like, you, you don't contribute. You're just part of a circle. And you're a small part of the circle, but in order for that circle to be complete, it has to be aligned with people from that community to connect that circle and make it a more whole. And I understand that. I understand it completely. A higher, higher understanding of how everything is connected. And I've been speaking that way, but not like this. But it will be soon. And for the people that are listening, you know, the higher-ups, just know that I'm coming. Oh, yeah. Every and anything you can do, I can do. I'm going to have fun to do it right now. But I'm so resourceful, and so resilient, that I can't even do anything that never did that I can hold, that I can do it. So, yeah. And I will start to take things slowly but surely. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. At all. Because I am now thinking how you guys think. I am no longer a black man. No longer. I'm brown. And I'm no longer a nigga. No, 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 no. I'm older. I'm a friend. I'm a writer. I'm inspiration. I'm a tool of jealousy. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a cousin. I'm a servant. I am everything that you guys want me to be. And more. I'm creative. And my imagination absurdly big. And when you add that to the equation of me having money, and actually making these ideas and creations that I fail in the negative, that I conjure up, come true, you have a recipe for disaster. And we'll speak about that later. Men, leave the woman alone.
people are actually cheating in tennis right there. The relationship problem is going on. Unless you're willing to work on it, you know that it's key. That's probably the problem. Sometimes it's both sides. Sometimes both sides are toxic. But most of the time, Summertime is going on. Summertime is going on. Sometimes it's both. They're both fucking cheating. You and her cheating. I have results. Next thing, make the right decision. Now, with me, I've made wrong decisions my whole life. Let me tell you guys a story. It happened about, I'll say, seven years ago. My ex. We'll say her name. Me and her were talking for a while. I met her at school. No, she wasn't at school. I actually believe she's at school. She's an idiot, to be honest with you. Um, she has some intelligence. Um, not smart at all. She's just knowledgeable. Smart has nothing to do with retaining knowledge. She ain't gonna retain knowledge. My fucking my fucking son retains knowledge. He knows how to play Roblox. He has no idea what he's gonna get. And to remember as anything that's said on television or on every he has just been able to retain knowledge. No. Doesn't make him smart. Makes him intelligent. I don't care if you're smart later on down the road. Being smart means that you make the right decision. You think for yourself. Educational options. Deductions. Stuff like that. That's being smart. Actually creating a voice. Creating a meaning. Creating a narrative. And untapped potential. That's being smart. Maybe you're right. Maybe you write songs. Maybe you're a dancer. Maybe you create choreography. Maybe you're a painter. Maybe you make the most fucking creative painting in the world. However it goes, that's smart. That's talented. That's intelligent. No. She was not intelligent. She knew what painting was doing. Most of it was how to get away from cheating. For me, that just shows you everything and tells you everything you need to know about a woman. And that means through her whole life, she was cheating. Her whole fucking life. But I mean, every single man that she's come across, I'm pretty sure she's cheating on. Maybe not twice, but at least once. Because she knows how to get away with it, and she knows exactly what to do to make sure that she doesn't get caught. And if she gets close to getting caught, she knows how to get out of it. So that she doesn't look like the asshole in the relationship. Now that's toxic. That's how my ex was. We won't say her name is Jessica. Out of fear of her getting more money out of me, she probably just cheated and got the fuck in the shit. But, anyway, Jessica, me and her had sex probably about two weeks after I met her. I bought a rental car from Enterprise. Uh, I actually believe, yeah, I remember what the car was. It was a 2014 Nissan Altima with the Navy, no, 2014 Chevy Impala, Navy Blue. I got it from the Enterprise over located in South Section of the city, which is basically South Hill for anyone that doesn't know. Um, took her to the movie. Uh, we went out to eat, and then we ended up going back to her house, which she stayed with her mother at the time. She had a two-year-old daughter that instantly fell in love with me, and I instantly fell in love with her child. She was adorable. and so damn happy all the time. Every time I came over, she just made my day. Even if I was dead, angry, it doesn't matter what happened. I was still, like, kind of just impressed with her just all-out cuteness, you know, giggling. She was a cutie pie, and her happy level was just on, like, 1,000. For anyone that knows what Dragon Ball Super is, uh, I can compare her to a brat of which are the two little things that always make you fucking happy, but ignore the evil. Uh, minus the evil brat, but she was a happy fucking child. She just made me happy as fuck. Uh, 
anyways, back to his mother. We had sex, and a week later, after uh, we had sex, he sends me a text. Um, no, no, that's not how I said it. Let me go back. We had sex. After we had sex, uh, about a week before, let me tell you what happened. About a week before, he sent me a text saying she got pregnant. I asked her to come over to Uncle Bradley's, and she told me no, because she had a headache. Uh, her mother didn't want me to come over there, plus she had a headache. I left it alone. So, about a week after that, I get a text from her saying she's pregnant. Hmm. Now, the child does look like Mother Magnuson. So does she, I think. Fucking weird, bitch. But, you know, whatever. So does the child's father. He's like me as well. Right? He looks, he looks exactly like me. She, she's just, she's actually a mix of Magnuson. His mother is like fully fucking Caucasian white, which makes him really dead black. So, his dad's barely black. His dad's mixed as well. He's a dead, like, white. Yeah, so he's definitely black and Caucasian white. And her other baby's father. Uh, let's just call him Tommy. But, um, that being said, uh, yeah. That was one of the days that she actually hit me with the bullshit that she didn't want me to run over there because she had a fucking headache, blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada, yada. Then she sent me a text saying that I was pregnant. Now, as a man and a person who's in college, highly educated and uh, intelligence level on 1000, as I previously stated, um, I came to the deduction that she was cheating, she got pregnant, and she now, even though I came to that conclusion, that doesn't mean I acted on it after I came to town. No, 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 no. See, what happened was, um, she ended up moving out of her mother's house. She was still talking at the time. And I happened to come over to her new house probably about two months later because I was still just wondering if she was in school and shit, but I'd barely seen her. Uh, probably seen her about two months later after she was pregnant just to see how she was, you know, because if the baby was mine, it might have been mine. I didn't come to conclusions. I didn't say it wasn't mine at the time. I didn't care. It wasn't until I actually came to her house that her daughter told me that her daddy was there. So, yeah, um, why is a three-year-old girl telling me that her father, her father, was actually at the house, and you told me that you can't speak to this man anymore, he's no longer living in the city. Hmm. Then after, right after that, you know, I'm an investigative reporter, so, um, one of my majors in school, by the way, journalism, uh, shout out to Professor Travis Gray, but anyway, um, I started investigating which I do best. And I come to find out that the father of her child never left the city, although he was from New York. He's been in the city his whole life since the age of six. Also went to high school with her, though, a high school sweetheart that's been talking since then. Not to mention, she knows the same people that I knew from the neighborhood that we're going to talk about later in one of these podcasts. There's another point that happened in that day, but um, she knew the same people that I knew. Well, that knew me. I didn't know them. I don't give a fuck about people in the neighborhood. Um, if you don't know, you will find out. Um, but, yeah, kind of a homebody type of guy. Still in tight situation. But she knew the same people that knew me from the neighborhood that I despise completely. Like, I literally, if it was on a scale of 1 to 10 between an asteroid actually hitting the Earth um, and an asteroid actually hitting them and just obliterating my neighborhood completely, I would honestly pick the asteroid hitting that neighborhood completely and obliterating nothing else. Yeah, that's how much hatred I have. Um, with that being said, uh, first time I started dealing with her again, after the baby was born, um, she starts going to fuck shit, changing, like I was speaking on, uh, collectively in the beginning of the podcast, um, acting different, wardrobe started changing, text messages, uh, started disappearing more, um, one text me back while she was at work, uh, 
you should call me on lunch break, stop calling me on your lunch break, um, that type of shit. So I started investigating, look at the Facebook page when she got home one day, and I'm like, who's this, who's this, who's this? Now, remind you, I didn't know who they were, but I just knew that she was just adding those people on her Facebook. Um, after she had just added those people on her Facebook, I figured she had to know them from somewhere. I didn't fucking know where. So, I go, and I started investigating. Come to find out, the niggas that she added on Facebook actually worked at her fucking job. And she told me she didn't know them people. Which is a prime indication that one is trying to hide something. And if one's trying to hide something, that means something is occurring between one of those people that I've seen on your Facebook and you. So, that's when everything went downhill, fellas. Lost all trust in her completely. The relationship started getting rocky. This and that, blah, 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 arguments, fights, and putting my hands on her. Which I shouldn't have done, but at the time, I was young-minded, simple-minded, and hurt. Everyone knows what you do when you get hurt. It happens. Even I know politicians are such type of people. Lawyers, judges, cops, all types of stuff. Sometimes your brain cannot just fathom the hurt that is just experienced, and sometimes it reacts faster than what you actually want to. But, yeah, I lost all trust in her after that situation. Complete trust was gone. After that, the relationship went downhill. Yeah. I know you guys are like, what was the point of that story? The point of that story is to say this. Once you lose trust in a relationship, you're better off just leaving that person alone. Going your separate ways. Because there will no longer be any type of relationship. You'll always be wondering what this person's doing. If this person's fucking someone else. Assuming this person's fucking someone else. Or doing something else. Completely. It's probably best to let go. Unless. And I say this to say what I'm going to say next. Unless you actually care for that person. And you want to make it work. A lot of men are capable of forgiving a female for cheating. A lot of men aren't. Which one are you guys? Women, the same way. Which one are you? And everything I said can be reversed. With men as well, women. So my question to you guys, what type of person are you? Are you forgiving? Are you understanding? Or are you spiteful? Vengeful? It all depends on you. I thank everyone for listening. We ready for my next podcast? Um, kind of set the date for a week out from today, uh, where I will be out and about. Um, I'm probably gonna do this podcast a little bit more uh, creatively, where I'm actually, you know, eating and uh, telling you guys all about the flavors and tastes and everything. Uh, the different restaurants in my city, different different things and stuff like that. Uh, landmarks, historic landmarks, and you know how long they've been there, what they mean. Um, what they mean to me collectively and, you know, stuff like that. Um, once again, um, Dante Parrish, and I respect everyone for listening to me and appreciate everything, uh, appreciate the time you guys took out today to actually listen to my podcast. Uh, and I guess I'll see you guys next time, bitches! <laughs> Later, man.